Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender, book one. That's water. right. We're finally doing Oh, water. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, not season one. Book no, book one. Book one. As I, was, as I learned. Um, but anyway, we're going to get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Um, so we out here still zooming. Uh, we got some different uh, circumstances. Ron is not recording in his normal place. Dylan's not recording in his normal place. It's all wild out here. Yeah, the wild west. Um, but you know, we gotta we gotta do it here to uh, make sure you yeah, don't get this content for y'all, for y'all, the three the people fans. that enjoy this show. Um, but anyway, before we go any further, we gotta make sure that we remember our pickle. pickle. Of the <laughs> week. week, got him. That's, just did that's all the it. worst one. I think. Every week, yeah, I think that was it's by the far one. the worst one. That was by far oh, the worst. That's bad. Okay, well, all right, we tried. Um, so this is a very small week uh, for comics. Um, so I'm picking a game. Surprise. Um, and it actually came out on Saturday, but whatever. Uh, come in and oh, get wow. it. It is uh, Tales from the Loop starter set. Just Ooh, came out. that's cool. Yes. Um, and hopefully if all things go well. Show. I'm sorry? We reviewed the TV show. We sure did. We did we go sure back did. to like, uh, I don't know. A couple months ago. When was that? I, I've, is that, I, I don't know what that is in Rona so. time. In Corona Ooh. time. Was that before Rona? No, 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 no. That was during okay. coronavirus. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Three I years ago. Yeah, who knows? It was during for sure. Yeah. But anyway, um, here we are. Um, I'm picking a game. It is Tales from the Loop um, starter set. And that What's is that a... Boy? I'm sorry? What that include? Uh, it includes a book, some playable um, characters, some dice, um, uh, a play, uh, uh, an adventure called The Ruined Boy or something like that. Uh, Rusty Boy. I don't know. Some R-word boy. I don't know. Um, oh. And it's an all-new adventure, uh, and it's a great game. We've run it in store before. We have run it uh, on our Discord. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and also go check out the, uh, the Amazon show. It was, a, it was a, a lot of fun as well. A few uh, listeners watched it and were saying they liked it. So That's good. I mean, hopefully we get some more eyes on some Amazon stuff because like, they just have a habit of not renewing mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Huh? Yeah. Ronnie Boy, what you got? Um, I'm picking Negan Lives number one. Uh, as a fan of the Walking Dead show, I decided to go ahead and, and pick that one. Awesome. I'm excited about it. It takes place uh during, I guess, right before uh spoilers, right before uh Rachel died, <gasps> or right after. I can't remember what, but it takes right wow. back that place. So should be interesting. Should be a good read. Okay, the second one shot. Of the Walking Dead, the first one covered Rick's brother. That was cool. Did it? Yeah, it was. Uh, his brother went abroad for some reason. Yeah, of course. That was uh, when it started. Okay. So right as the zombie outbreak started, so that was interesting. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Dylan, what, what's your what's your pickle this week? Um. So Marvel's only doing graphic novels this week. Um. Oh. But I pick. There's some good ones. I'm gonna pick two. I pick Excalibur, Excalibur Volume One. Is he wrong? Um, 
for the current Dawn of X stuff, and then Young Avengers by Gillen Complete Collection, Ooh. which is the second That's run of Young Avengers. That was really good. Gillen and and McKelvey, the Wicked and Divine team. Yep, yep. And uh, that's been out of print for a while. They did, it's two regular size volumes. It's like twelve issues or so. It's been out of print for a while, but now there's like a nice complete collection coming out. I have that. I have it in hardcover. I do too. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, they did a nice like uh, like Marvel Premium, like one of those white spine hardcovers too. I I love those. I used to buy a ton of those. But they're clearly doing this because of Disney Plus. It's coming. Oh, oh yeah, you know it's, it's coming. Most deaf. Um, but anyway, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us what a films? favor. and do Yeah, right. Well, what films? That's the real question. I mean, we talking about like Fast Two. <laughs> I mean, it would, right? I mean, if we were verified, our review of Two Fast and Furious would then count retroactively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could definitely so, go out of that. No. So we could go, we could go bump up some of these old movies, you know, or down. Yeah, or down. We really just, you know, we just start brigading, like you know everybody <laughs> else seems to do. Um, but anyway, um, events this week. Uh, I don't have any events this week, but I do have some stuff uh, that I can talk about. Um, we are going to start doing RPG events uh, on Discord again. So we did during the month of April when we were all shut down, we ran four or five weekly RPG events. And it was great. And it was a ton of fun because I had unlimited time in which I could run these events. Now I don't, and also with Dwight's help and some of my other uh, GMs. Um, but now everyone's back to work, most of us. Um, and we don't all have that kind of time anymore. So starting, uh, next month or in August, we're going to try to run twice monthly, uh, discord role-playing game events. Uh, and the way you'll be able to play in those is make a purchase in store, um, from the gaming department or from the website, from the gaming department. Cause I know we have some out of state players. Um, you can, uh, get it shipped to your house and that'll count. Just send me the receipt and you're good. Um, I don't know the games yet. I know Spirit of 77 will get played at some point. Probably Tales from the Loop. Um, bunch of stuff. We're going to try to... We'll, we'll do D&D, of course. I know you got to give give the people what they want, right? But, you know, also, you got to show them that, that new stuff. So, uh, that look look forward to that coming up. I got an event. You got an event? What? Wait, can yeah. I guess? Can I guess? Um, you're not going to guess. It's too crazy. Is it... Hmm, is it Facebook Live? Yeah, you're right. Yes. What do Got I want? Another win? nothing. A graphic novel. Oh. Um, we got another, which I'm prepping for right now at the store. Another Facebook Live sale. Um, at 7 p.m. tonight. We got a bunch of new key issues, cool bricks, bunch of good bricks, a lot of um, first printings of some old graphic novels that are cool. Yeah, we sent y'all a ton of bricks, actually. Oh, did you? Uh-huh. I didn't get I didn't get them yet, but oh, okay, they'll be cool. here. Dang. Um wow. and what else? And we got hopefully we got some of those uh, Walking Dead foil exclusives. Okay. I know are, I know we that pulled, released today. We pulled y'all some stuff, some cool stuff too. Some uh Oh, nice. Cool. JLA Avengers, you know. Some oh, crowd, people love that. They they eat pleasers. up the uh, all that DC Marvel amalgam. stuff and then all the amalgam stuff they eat up too. The, yeah. The Amal game? Amal game. 
Animal Gam. Okay, that's exciting. So it's this Wednesday, as always, Facebook Live? This Wednesday, facebook.com slash Bedrock City Comics slash live, or just go to our page, and it is at 7 p.m., 7 to 9. 7 to 9. People are asking a lot if we're still going to do it um, with everything going on, but we are. We'll be here. We out here. Masked up. <laughs> Double masked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exciting. Um, good. Good to know the Facebook Live is, uh, you know, rain or shine, right? Like the post office. Yep. Um, We're just as essential. I mean, clearly. Where's the lie? <laughs> Where's the lie? Okay. Um, what I done did. So this is uh, an increasingly difficult segment living in the world that we live in. Yeah, when you start doing this. Nah, nah, it's fun. It's sort of like the pickle of the week where like we don't talk about it ahead of time. And we find out that, oh, wait, we done did the same crap. Actually, mm-hmm. I do I do have a what I done did. <gasps> um, kind of. So it was my mom's birthday on Saturday. And if you all remember last week, I said I was ordering a cake from Milk Bar in Brooklyn. You did. You did. I did. So I had to bring out big Karen energy with this cake, though. Oh, no. So, so my mom's birthday is on Saturday, right? So I'm getting it delivered on Friday. It's overnight shipping. As we talked about last week, with it was very difficult to hit the the seventy five dollar denominator to trigger right. it because adding things up it was just a pain in the butt. Right. Um, so I had to add on the stupid candles. Um, but anyway, so Thursday rolls around, the day before it's supposed to arrive. So shipping Thursday, right? Six o'clock. I don't have a tracking number yet. I'm like, okay, that's Ooh. that's not good. And so I email Milk Bar. And then I get an automated response saying, don't worry, saying, you know, if it's any of these things, don't worry. And one of them is if, if your overnight shipping is tomorrow and you don't have a tracking number, don't trip. You'll get it by, by between 7 and 9 p.m. I got it at 11. So, oh, okay, no. whatever. Maybe, they meant, maybe that's New York time. So, um, it, yeah. So I wasn't worried about that. I woke up in the morning. It was already in Houston. Okay. Cool. And then I, uh, so 11 o'clock, I get a notification from FedEx that they tried to deliver it and the quote business was closed. Mm-mm. And I was like, Ooh, no, I live in an apartment. Ain't no business. And it's open. Mm-mm. And, and the least in front of my salad. Yeah. Not in front of my salad. And so I had to call FedEx and they had to call the driver, turn around. I was like, uh, uh-uh, not today. Oh, Cause, Cause the other option the other option was uh, I can go pick it up at their facility out in no, the middle of nowhere at 7 p.m. And A, I work, and B, I have Keyforge that night. So I couldn't do that. No. So I was like, no. And I paid for one, hour, uh, one day delivery. You're delivering this. Right, of course. Yeah. Right. They, didn't, they really didn't want to have to call the driver, but they did it. So if this ever happens to you, that's the thing they can do. Your customer service operator can just call the driver and say, "Turn around." That's wild. And it. I'm amazed that worked. I me too. Uh, the other option would be they would re-deliver it on Monday. No. I was like, no. it's going to be ruined by then. Yeah, that mm-hmm. yeah, that's gross. But it all worked out. Got the cake. It was all good. We. Uh, Dylan, have you seen the full size of their cakes in person? You've been there, right? Yeah. Okay. So. I got the six inch cake, which is a, is a relatively small cake, but it's like, it's like, you know, four layers. It's pretty tall. It's tall. Yeah. Um, they have the audacity to call a serving size 
a 14th of the cake. A tiny, tiny sliver? It's like you can cut it into eighths is like the correct way to cut that cake as I'm yeah. looking at it. Like there's no other way. Like I can't, 14ths, like you lying to me. But it was amazing. It was fantastic. Um, totally worth it. Worth the 50 bucks for a cake. So good. Word. Yeah. Word. But that's, that's what I done did. I think, I don't think I've done anything else. What about you, Ron? You doing uh, I read two graphic novels. What? Ooh. Now, here reading. Yeah, no. Uh, I forgot what I read. I read Gravity's Wall, which is, okay. uh, which is pretty good. Uh, and then I read uh, <laughs> F Off Squad. Oh, okay. Yeah, How was those that? Those were pretty good. They're both pretty solid. I liked Gravity's Wall more, but both okay. solid books. So, yeah, I'm reading graphic novels. Get back. Get back in my game. I've been Back on your BS? I've been slacking. I, mean, I also watched. Oh. I watched Crawl today. Oh my God, the alligator oh, wow. movie? Crawl wasn't actually that bad. It's not bad. It looks no, it's terrible. Not bad. It's, not. it's pretty good. It's actually pretty good. What was Everybody that? getting eaten in that movie, though. What was that weather movie that looked like it should Ge- have been? Geostorm? No, Geostorm? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh? No, it was a tornado movie. It was like a. It wasn't Geostorm. Hurricane Heist. Hurricane Heist. Thank I, wa- you, I watched that too. How was that? Was that as terrible? Well, that looks like it was the same level of crawl. But it's just no, no. It's way better. It. I mean, it's way worse. My bad. Sorry. Okay. Uh, it's as bad as it looks. Okay. Cool. Crawl is actually a pretty good movie. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're not the first person that's told me that, so that's interesting. I mean, we saw the trailers. We thought it was going to be garbage, but it was pretty yeah. good. Dylan, what you done did? Nothing. Uh. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I watched TV and wow. I got I got my face penetrated <laughs> by oh. a ten inch long swab. Oh, sure. Um, I do one of those too. <laughs> Did they do yeah. both nostrils for you or just the one? Both. But okay. yeah, I got both too, dog. Okay, so here's the tea. Well, first of all, <laughs> if you, if y'all didn't hear, there was uh one of our I can tell this, right? One of our employees it was on put on our Facebook. Yeah. Um was tested positive for COVID. So everyone at, we closed down the store immediately here at the Galleria area store and everyone had to get tested and we weren't going to reopen until everyone, you know, got a negative result. Right. So I got my test on, I searched frantically on Friday. Number one, it's like, it's really hard to get a test. It's not like, Oh, just go to your local blah, blah, blah. No, and it's like, wild. And do it. You know, I went to four places on Friday and they were right. all like, wait in this massive line to get a wristband to come back on Monday. You know, right. like right. it's, comic-con or something yeah Lori's um, dad who is a physician had to go get tested somewhere else that's like wild, he can't he can't he couldn't administer it himself or didn't know anybody that could he had to go to a facility which is crazy that's insane but um eddie found a place my coworker eddie um found a place my that boy. was doing same day and uh i got a i got a test and it was like they come to your car and do it you know it was really oh, cool yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. just come to the car you, they do you understand place right ron yeah, I went to the same place on West Virginia. Yeah, so you just That's check it on your phone, and then they come to your car and do it. So, mm-hmm. um, we were in the car for hours, but it wasn't that bad. Um, but okay, so everyone's like, "Oh, the test is uncomfortable. Like, you know, like it's gonna it's gonna feel a little weird in your face." But like, it hurt like hell. I hate. Maybe I'm a baby, <laughs> but he like he put it all the way in there and like rummaged around. It wasn't like a quick <laughs> like, and like you think since it's like a swab, it'll be like soft, but it feels like a, a hot. Like pick, you know, it, it's not, it's not, it's not a cute feeling. 
There so is. Mine wasn't that bad. <laughs> you must have a wider nose hole than me. Whoa, Dylan! Wow. I could because I was watching other people and they were reacting in the same way. So, so maybe Eddie, this is your tester. I don't yeah, know. He was he was aggressive. I can feel it in my throat. It goes all the way back. Did you cry, Ron? No. They didn't do it right then. I looked it up online. <laughs> and you can't trust the, it. You got not, If it's not activating your tear ducts, it's not working. Apparently. Wow. Okay. It's That's like so you're not you're not bawling because it's pain. It's like when you get hit in the nose and your eyes just water. You know. Basically. Yeah. It's like that kind of thing. But um, Eddie will attest to this. I have proof. So I was in the car waiting, and Eddie was in like in the line in front of the you know on foot. So he saw my test get done, and then there was a guy that pulled up right next to our car right as I was getting it, and he was horrified. Like he he rolled down his window, he's like, he he just like jaw dropped, and then he drove away. He was like, I'm not doing it. Wow. And, and they got to do both both holes too. Both. So they both do the nostrils. first one. They do the first one, and then you're like, oh, surely that's. Oh no, you got to go back. Oh no. It's awful. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, maybe they maybe they downplay it because they don't want to discourage people from getting tested. So the lady but, that gave you the swab, she was like, "Oh, you didn't even flinch." And I was like, "Look on my channel." No, the guy was like, "Try and keep your face still, like relax." No, I was like full scrunched up. This is- <laughs> yeah, it was so painful. I don't know, Ron. Oh. Ron and I had a very different experience, but I hated oh, it. It was man. the worst. But um, I think it's good to tell you how much it hurts because then it's like, be careful. You don't want to have to get tested. Ready. You know, right? Oh, that too. Where you where you do it? It's bad. So that's what I did. And then I went home and I was off on the weekend and I just watched stuff. I watched, I finished uh, this anime called Tower of God that's really good. It's okay. a Korean anime. That's it. That's the tea, sis. Um, okay. Well, let's get into the news. Um, I actually sent this. I'll start off with one that's not on the list. Unless, Dylan, you didn't like last minute add that article, did you? I don't know what you're talking about. The one that I messaged you about Amazon? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. Um, Amazon Prime Video um, is introducing a watch party social co-viewing experience included with Prime. So that oh, is cool. the first, as far as I'm aware, major streaming platform to adopt this thing that everyone's using extensions to sort of hack their way into doing. Hulu, Hulu has one too. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. Cool. Not the first, <laughs> Not the first but... There you well, go. This doesn't have video though. It's just uh I think it's just a chat. Oh well. Oh. So oh. then it doesn't really have what what we want out of it. So that's that's nice. So I don't know when this is launching, but that's coming out soon. Um I wonder if that'll Oh, Twitch has watch parties as well. I just noticed. I don't want a video though. Like, oh, you I want to lay Oh, you mean video with like your homies? Like I don't want that either. Yeah, it's it's not like a video chat. It's just like a chat room, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to lay like Eating hot Cheetos with all my chins out, you know, like yeah. not not worried about what other people think of me. Yeah, like full relaxation mode. Most definitely. Like, like um, speaking of Twitch, Ron, I got I got a question. Do you care, keep up with all this stuff, all the streamers and I, whatever? I'm hearing about the Doctor Disrespect stuff, and right? Then I heard about the uh, Mixer stuff, so that's all. Right. So Mixer shut down. Yeah, this right. is also a <gasps> thing. Mixer shut down. Um and Doctor Disrespect, a big streamer. I don't know what he streams, but he got banned cryptically. Of... I assume he like Fortnite type stuff. Yeah, all oh, cheating games and all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah. So what he, he did. Uh, we don't know. Um. So he got. 
he got banned not too long ago, some like late last year, uh, because he was filming people in a restroom for some some bit, and that was against like a bunch of different like, well, of course, and all that nonsense. Uh, so yeah, I have no clue what he got banned for this time. So be back, now, right? now the conspiracy theory here. I don't know if you've heard this conspiracy tweet the next day, and he was like, "I still don't know why I got banned." Well, there's a new service, a new streaming service called Brime. B r i m e. I've heard of that. I think. And with, you know, Ninja being free now, right? He turned down a deal with Facebook Live, right? And Doctor Disrespect just got banned, and and the Twitter detectives have found out that Brime follows Ninja, Doctor Disrespect. And Shroud. No. So they're all about yes. the... Yeah, but why... So how... Why would you get rid of... Mixer and Disrespect before he lets himself go? You know maybe, I mean? they, maybe they knew. Maybe they were mad. I don't see why you would do that, though. Yeah, he I don't... still streaming on your platform making you money. You know what I mean? So... Yeah. It's pretty childish. Know. If that's why. Also, I don't care about Dr. Disrespect. Yeah, also, I don't care about... Not a streamer, if I'm, if I'm real. Like, I don't... I, don't know, I, I think only and the other one was pretty cool, but I've never I've never watched any of. Neither have I. I, mean, I only I know Ninja from Mass Singer. Wow. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, getting into uh, some of the other news, there's Hawkeye news. Uh, Clint Barton is rumored to lose his hearing during the upcoming Disney Plus TV series. Uh, Clint Barton has been through the ringer in the MCU. After falling under the control of Loki in the Avengers, he later became a fugitive by joining hashtag Team Cap. He says right there, hashtag uh. Uh, in uh, Captain America Civil War, and then watched his family vanish before suiting up as the murderous Ronin. It's, this is very editorialized. Murder, um, murderous. Um, it, I didn't know that. It seems things are going to become even harder for him in the Hawkeye series coming to Disney+, Plus. though as the Murphy's Law podcast uh, is reporting that the hero will end up going deaf in the show. Okay. I, I mean, I said this last week. You did. Called it. You did. That's a. Not that there's too many like deaf characters to choose from. You know, it's not like a. Right. Actually, they probably had the same line of thinking I did, and they're like, "Let's just say it's exclusive." You know. I mean, that was the idea that you said, right? Like, let's just make a claim, and then we should have said it last week, so if they couldn't. Yeah, but nobody reports on Uncanny Universe. Said. Well, let's do it this week. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll make a. I'll make a press release. I'll send it around. Okay. Yeah. Whatever, whatever we decide is an exclusive. What are, in this what are we predicting? What's our What's our ex- exclusive? Our exclusive. Is I won't the, know it until I see it. Okay. Uh, well, I, I I do. It's going to be Tenet going straight to video. Um, Tenet theatrical release has been pushed back to mid August, amid spike in coronavirus cases. Yeah, push that as, back next year. As we figured, Tenet has shifted its release yet again. Um, THR reports that Christopher Nolan's Enigmatic sci-fi thriller has been pushed back from July 31st, its second release date, um, to hit theaters August 12th. Warner Brothers made the decision uh, because of the recent spike in COVID-19 cases. Most analysts believe the studio will ultimately be forced to move the film to December, possibly Dune's current release date. Mm -mm, No, no. No. Or to 2021. Now, Dylan, would you rather see Dune or Tenet first? Dune is my answer. Dune, of course. As much as I want to see Tenet, but... Yeah, I got ten on mine, but uh, no. As long as Dune still gets a theatrical release, I'll be fine. You know, right. like you can push it back, but like 
don't don't put that on HBO Max or whatever. No, you're not going to Disney Plus me. Um, <laughs> now, see, okay, John what, Boyega. What if, yeah, right. Uh, what if they just push Dune back like really far, and then they can just release the second one like the month after? <laughs> Dub- double feature. Kind of like that's exclusive. Kind of like Kill Bill. Uh, they they release those movies uh, like very close to each other. Um, or like you could just do like a year apart, even like Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Wait, was that a year apart? Yeah, that was a year apart. Yeah, it was. God, that was like ten years ago. I feel like it was so long. It, it's coronavirus, man. The time is different now. It hit different. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mulan and Bill and Ted Three release dates move again. Oh. Um, and then Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, a movie I have not heard of, is moving to 2021. Can they uh, just put Mulan on Disney Plus? Yeah, come on. Seriously. Like, nobody cares. I care. Um, in I'm a move, sorry. In a move that has been anticipated for several days now, um, after the recent surge in coronavirus cases, uh, Walt Disney Studios has decided that, to delay Mulan nearly a month, moving it uh, to July 21st. In other release date news, Bill and Ted face the music um, two weeks ago, uh, moved it two weeks to August 28th, um, likely in an effort to avoid Christopher Nolan's directed epic. But he's not going to keep that date. What does it matter? Um, and then Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, starring Michael B. Jordan. Really? Uh, from October of this year to February 26th of next year. And Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman now has October. Okay, look. This isn't going to go away anytime soon. This musical chairs of movies? Yeah. So, no, I mean coronavirus. So, like... <laughs> oh, that too, yeah. What I mean is, like, <laughs> we just need to get over it and just start... Going straight to digital on the on the movies that can, like they just cancel every movie and then be like, "We'll do release dates when this is over." You know, yeah, at that point, yeah. Like I'm tired of like every week. It's like Mulan's now this date. Like I get it. Like you want to. Yeah, it don't happen every week. But they have to secure their spot so that someone else doesn't. Do they, like if I somehow, mean, mir- yeah. Like if miraculously the pandemic's over by August, you can't have no movies coming out. That's you know? four weeks. Like. <laughs> It's yeah, it's impossible, but right. I don't know. Well, I mean, we should be it, doing this, but like in the winter. It's possible if we lived in a country that had like a unified, like you know, like the Netherlands health or New system. Zealand, where they had zero cases. You know, after a or while, someone with like a good healthcare system and, and the infrastructure yep. to handle a pandemic, mm-hmm. and people that don't make wearing a mask a political choice. Uh, shout yep. out to Ooh. those people, um, where you don't have to go to four clinics and then spend like one hundred seventy-five dollars to get a test. Yeah, that's wild. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh, you know who you are. Shout out. Uh, the Invisible Man is now <laughs> the new number one on the DEG's Watch at Home Top 20. After, so a, after a four-week reign on uh, rain. Paramount Rain, uh, Paramount's uh, Sonic the Hedgehog has dipped to number two with the, universe, <laughs> with the Universal's Invisible Man moving up into the top position. That's exciting. Good for the Invisible Man. I'm glad people are watching this movie. I'm glad. I'm glad people watch that movie. It's great. It's so good. So going down the top twenty, here we go. Invisible Man, Sonic the Hedgehog, Jumanji, Yellowstone, season one. What is that? Um, Birds of Prey, The Hunt, Bad Boys for Life, 1917, Bloodshot, still in the top ten. Uh, Yellowstone season two. That's cheating. Um, <laughs> the they must have a really good. They must have a really good price on streaming. Gotta be. The Call of the Wild, The Gentleman, Star Wars Episode Nine, Spies in Disguise, Fantasy Island, Onward, Doolittle, still somehow in the top 20, Harry Potter Complete 8 Film Collection, Ford v. Ferrari, and I Still Believe. How many of these movies y'all watch? 
Uh, okay, I've seen The Invisible Man, I've seen Sonic, I've seen Birds of Prey, Bad Boys for Life, 1917, Bloodshot, Star Wars, uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> Does that count? Oh, you haven't seen Onward? No, I missed it. It's on Ferrari's on. Uh, yeah, I know. I haven't watched it. Uh, HBO now. I've seen I, most of these. Obviously, not Yellowstone or Doolittle. Yeah, I think I've seen the half of them. Other than yeah, I think I'm. I watched half. Fantasy Island this week, which is number fifteen. Was oh, it as terrible as it? It's presents? pretty bad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the theater next to Sugarland is open. So uh, when are we going? Never. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it be cool if there were some new movies on this list? Man, not just like cool. moving around the same, the same, the same right? So if we could, if if renting out a theater only costs two hundred dollars, and we could guarantee that it's it's cleaned ahead of time, you know, we could get enough people that we trust, right, to go see a movie. Like, but I only want to watch Tenet. <laughs> what, yeah, fair enough. I mean, like, I don't want to watch any movie that's already out. <laughs> Let's go go watch Sonic. Again, yeah. And we got to move it back up to number one. You're right. Um, there's not really any surprises on this list. These are all basically the same movies. Um, has anyone watched The Hunt yet? No. I like that movie. I thought it was good. Okay, because that was the one that was del- that was delayed, delayed for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Too controversial, but I feel like in hindsight, like it's not when you watch it. Of course. I'm, I'm sure it wasn't. It's a marketing tactic. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 anime series in development for Netflix. Um, there's a lot of excitement surrounding the new upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 video game. Uh, and it has now been announced that a new anime series based on the open world adventure is in the works at Netflix. Titled Cyberpunk Edge Runners, uh, the 10-episode series will also be set in Night City, the world of the video game. Uh, it says in parentheses in case you don't know what that means. Um, but will center on a different protag- protagonist, an unnamed street kid who, quote, chooses to stay alive by becoming an edge runner. A mercenary outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. Um, that's exciting. I love the world of Cyberpunk Red that Mike Pondsmith, Mike Pondsmith has created this awesome world. Um, this game's been out for 30 years nearly, and I'm glad that it's finally getting getting more mainstream popularity by getting um, CD Projekt Red making this video game. For sure. And even though it got pushed back again, whatever, I don't care. Everything's getting pushed oh, back. It's coronavirus. I don't care. And then I, I'm really hyped for Cyber, Cyberpunk Red um, to actually release their full tabletop game because the that little starter set came out last year, but it's been out of print. You can't get it anymore. Um, and that's a lot of fun. So they really made the game a lot simpler. Um, so it's it's crazy. Ron, you've played a little bit of these types of games, so you would understand this. So yeah. in the original version of Cyberpunk 2020, they had a shotgun skill, a pistol skill, a machine gun skill, a uh, assault rifle skill, a sniper rifle skill. You know, sure. every like, like yeah, why yeah. just have firearms? Like you just you no, know. you got to be skilled in each one. Yeah, well, they got rid of that in the new one. They, they were sort of streamlining it while maintaining their cool uh, aesthetic. But anyway, and I appreciate that. Um, and and the guy that created it is like his name's Mike Pondsmith. He's super all about the cyberpunk aesthetic. Um, he was oh, running, oh, you have no idea. He was running some games, uh, for some virtual con and he was in costume, like as a cyberpunk guy, DMing <laughs> Why it. Why wouldn't like, he be? He, I mean, it's so funny cause he's, he's like 50, world, you know, but he's just getting it, yeah. you know? Cool anyway, 
Uh, Disneyland at Disney World Splash Mountain ride is going to be overhauled with a Princess and the Frog theme. Splash Mountain is considered a classic ride in both Disneyland and Disney World, um, but it has something of a controversial history. Inspired by the 1946 uh, movie Song of the South, uh, the tone of the ride itself is innocent enough, but uh, that live-action uh, animated hybrid featured a glossed-over portrayal of slavery and has never been made available on home video or included in Disney+. Plus. Recently, a Change.org petition called uh, for Disney to rebrand Splash Mountain, and that's now happening with an overhaul, which we will see borrowing material from 2009's The Princess and the Frog. Uh, the ride will pick up with the story, blah, 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 blah. Who cares about the story of the ride? Um, so, first of all, I've never been to, to either Disney. Have, uh, <gasps> I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't care, really. I, I'm not like amusement parks, amusement parks in general. Um, I don't dislike them. I just don't care. Um, Ron, you never been? No, I've never been. I went when I was a kid and I always wanted to go back. Like, I think maybe when they open all this Marvel stuff, I'll want to go back. You know, if yeah. life is ever normal again. Right. I, I mean, I'd love to go see Galaxy's Edge. I think that's a really neat idea. Like, or yeah. the Marvel stuff, you know, that'd be great. I want to go to the Ant-Man restaurant where they have all the tiny food. <laughs> <laughs> but, so what do we think about this? I mean, so I have zero nostalgia for this ride. I've never ridden Splash Mountain. I I get... But you've heard of it. Of course, yeah. It's like, like, that's how big that's how big of a ride it is. Everybody, everybody, everyone everyone it. knows it, yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's a, this is a really big deal. And I know there's people that are not happy about this. this is, yeah, there's people getting backlash. Well, it's funny. There's the black Twitter's mad at it. Uh, okay. Because every time you get a black actor or black animated character in a movie, they always make them into a animal of some sort. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, a, that's a whole thing. So they don't. They don't care. <laughs> She's a frog for eighty percent of that movie. Eighty percent of the movie. It's wild. <laughs> and it's like it still happens. Like spies in disguise and like spies in disguise. Yeah. That soul yeah. movie that's coming out. That Pixar one. Wow. Um, Is he turning into animal too? He's like a blob, like a blue spirit blob. I guess I never watched the trailer. That's unfortunate. And it's like, I don't know. It's not just black people. Like the first gay Disney char- character was like that dog that Pixar sort that came out. Oh right, yeah, you. Right. He like got turned into a dog. <laughs> he got turned into a dog, yeah. Wow. I guess he's still a gay dog. Animated trailer, though. I mean, that that short. Is still yeah, I guess. But, yeah, not for you. But that's a real problem, you know. It is yeah. a problem. I I'd, I'd never actually heard of that before, but that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, this must have been brought to their attention. Or it hasn't. I don't know. <laughs> Someone had to say, "Hey guys, you know we're like taking all these." Uh, people of color and you know every, other people as well, uh, and just having them appear as animals most of these movies, right? Like, has anybody ever put that together? I don't think they have. Uh, it's wild. not even. It's even worse than that. Like like Lion King, they're animals, but like turning into animals is like the worst part. Right, yeah. right. I remember being annoyed by it, but not like I didn't even realize that like it was a racial thing. I was just like, oh, like. Tiana, like, I want to see the princess, not, like, a frog. Right, exactly. Like, why is she a frog? Out of all the other princesses. Mm-hmm. So, so do you think that this is not, like, a positive change? I think this, this part is a positive change. I mean, they don't have any other, unfortunately, any other right. black princess to turn this into. 
I like and, Tiana. I want her to get more attention. So and and also I'm happy about it. And and also like, you know, in the era of let's topple, you know, Confederate statues. You know, why do we even need to have a ride still that is taking elements from Song of the South? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't yeah. even know it was based on that before this, but I didn't either. This was the right decision. Of course it is. I wish there was like a better movie that they could reskin it as, you know, that right. like was more, you know, racially sensitive, but that's the best they got. Right. Boy. Um, Twister reboot is in the works from Top Gun Maverick director. Um, Variety reports that Universal Pictures is looking to reboot Twister with um, John Kaczynski. Uh, in, in talk with director John Kaczynski and talks to uh, helm the disaster flick veteran producer Frank Marshall is attached to um, produce and the studio is reportedly starting to meet with writers to pen the screenplay. Um, there's no word on the plot. Uh, something tell us, something tells us it will once again revolve around a tornado solid report variety. Um, Not to be confused with John Krasinski. No, John Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Um, what else has he done? Not much else, right? I don't know. This Top Gun thing is like his first like big. I guess project. he just redoes things now. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you can get that gig. I right? like Twister. Okay. Is Twister a bad movie? I haven't um, seen it since no, I was I, younger. I, like but... oh, I was just talking to somebody about Twister like a couple of days ago. Uh, it might have been Matt um, from of the podcast, um, and he. It was either Matt or Brandon. I don't know. It was somebody that I worked with, and I'm sorry that I don't remember. Um, was talking about they just rewatched Twister and were surprised that it was still good. I think it might have been Brandon, actually. Um, so I haven't seen Twister in a long time, but I mean, I don't remember it being bad. I'm sure that some of the CG is questionable, but that's for the time. The characters are kind of annoying, but I don't know. It's a survival movie. What do you want? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, this is another, like, multi-year off movie, so, like, nearly who cares, right? Um, yeah, let me see Tenet first. Yeah, right. Yeah, let me see Tenet first before I worry about any of this. Uh, what else has John Kaczynski uh, directed? The answer is Tron Legacy. Obli- oh, boy. Oblivion. And Only the Brave. Which I believe okay. is that firefighter movie with the flaming right. hair. Okay, hear me out. Tron and Oblivion are like very similar movies. Pretty also. movies. Yeah, they they look good. I I actually like Tron Legacy. I know most people don't like it. I enjoyed it. Any problems with Tron's Legacy or the script? Sure. I'm I'm not gonna say he's a terrible director. You know. Yeah. The whole vibe it. was so cool. I love that movie. When I it enjoyed came out. it in the theater. I loved the soundtrack. I thought having Daft Punk there for the fight scene was so cool. I I liked that part. I liked the soundtrack. I liked the look of the movie. I I have not watched it since the theater though, so that probably tells you something. The de aging is is like the worst part, I think. Because that was one of the first Tron, yeah. first big movies to do it, right? They tried. It, I mean, you know, somebody's got to. Um, Marvel's Avengers news. New story trailer review reveals Modoc as the game's big bad. Um, a new trailer has been released for Marvel's Avengers video game, which sen- sheds a little more light on the game's story and reveals Modoc is going to serve as the big bad. Um, I have seen this trailer. That is exciting. I am happy to see Modoc get his proper representation. 
Is this enough uh, for you to play it, Michael? I'm just going to get this game anyway at some point. I what think it you? looks fun. I still don't know, man. I, I mean, why, is it, now, why does this it, game get so much hate? I don't know. No, it looks good. I watched the trailer too. It looks fine. Now, I just I, don't care. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I don't care in the sense that I don't really care about games, new release AAA titles. I don't. Oh, but didn't I mean, we talk? About, we kind of talked about this like a, uh, mm-hmm. a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Like, how many sixty dollars games are you buying a year? I'm not too many for me. Not many at all. Really, three on a good year. This in Cyberpunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even this. I'm probably not going to buy this until later. Like this year, I'm getting Bloodlines two if that it does does come out and Cyberpunk. What's the magic price for this, Michael? Forty, probably. Oh, that's not bad. No, uh, this this going to be a fifty. Don't even, Ron. <laughs> Someone could give huh? it to you for free and you wouldn't. Oh no, no 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 no! I'm sorry. I th- I thought you had something. Else. Oh no, it's coming out at sixty bucks for sure. No, it's coming out at sixty for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can pre-order. Can it right come now. out at fifty? No, no, no. Yeah, no. I that's crazy. No, no I, it's 60. I I wouldn't pay for it until it's forty. I feel I feel a little bad for this game because I feel like they haven't been able to bounce back from those like initial character designs in that first trailer. Remember where where they looked kind of like yeah. their faces yeah. were pretty terrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. they fixed it, but like ever since then, I think people have been like, well, "This game's gonna be terrible," and it might be, but. Who knows? They had a war table stream. They're doing like these things called war tables on That's what I like, watched. certain Wednesdays. Yeah. And they're live. And I watched that. That's when I texted you, Michael. I was like, Modox the villain as soon as I saw yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> awesome. But I, they're doing a bad job of describing what kind of game it is, I feel like. Yes. Because I can't tell like... I can't tell if it's like semi open world, but I don't know. The co-op aspect, they keep bouncing back and forth between like billing it as a co-op game or a single-player game. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. they're trying to make it like Destiny meets Halo or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know what yeah, they're going to be like Destiny meets kind of like almost Borderlands, but not the cheating part. You know? But Just no, like, like, I don't really see an open-world aspect to it, even though they keep saying that. Yeah, I don't see it either. I, mean, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Did, did any of y'all ever play City of Heroes? No. I saw that at GameStop all the time, and I really wanted it, but oh, it had man. like a monthly price. I think yeah, it was an MMO. Yeah, so I my parents wouldn't let me get it. Oh man, we played so much City Heroes. City Heroes was great. Um, you City can, Heroes is basically what that DC Universe Online game is. Like yeah, but they better. they just copied City of Heroes. Yes, except City of Heroes did it way better. Um, City of Heroes was really good. I I mean maybe DC Online is better now, but I played it when it was in beta and it was and the first year of release it was pretty crap. But City Heroes is uh, was fantastic. Um, not I'm not going to get bogged down in details on that, but that game was great. Um, a petition has been launched uh, to get the FBI to investigate X-Men director Brian Singer. Uh, in recent years, X-Men and Superman Returns director Brian Singer has faced a long list of sexual assault allegations. He's denied all of them, but rapper Elijah Daniel has now shared both those past claims and a number of his own in a damning twi- thread on Twitter. However, Daniel's uh, Daniel has shared what he see, what he claims to be the proof that the filmmaker and his friends have been targeting influencers on, and social media personalities by offering them movie roles and alleges that he was once approached by them as well. He concludes the thread by sharing a link to a petition that he hopes will lead the FBI uh, to investigate Singer's actions. Since another wave of allegations, um, as well as reports of his erratic behavior on the sets of movies such as X-Men Apocalypse and Bohemian Rhapsody surfaced, Singer has gone to ground. 
and was uh, fired from Red Sonia after backlash from fans. He has yet to respond to these new claims. Um, good. You know, I don't. This is one of those ones where I don't understand why he's still. Like I guess work? he's semi semi canceled, but he still gets work, and he's still not like officially canceled. You know what I mean? Right. Like, there's been no legal legal problem for him. Sure. But I've been we've been hearing these stories for years about him. I feel like you know. Yeah, forever. And it, and it's so weird. Like, just you don't have to arrest somebody or have legal action to to cancel them. Like, that's really crazy. Um, you know, um, it's sort of true to, to, to spin this out a little bit. Um, in the world of wrestling lately, um, there's been a hashtag, uh, hashtag speaking out and it's targeted mostly at a lot of independent wrestlers, um, with a lot of horrible assault allegations. Um, lots of people, you know, coming forward and sharing these stories and it sucks. Cause you know, a lot of you learning that a lot of these people that you thought were cool, are you know, are scumbags. And some of them work for the big boys like WWE and WWE, their statement is we will suspend a talent if they get arrested and fire wow. them if they get convicted. It's like, so, wow. so none of that ever happens because all this stuff of is course. old, you know, this all happened 10 years ago, you know, meanwhile, you know, AEW has suspended somebody and, uh, the, the, the young bucks removed, um, Joey Ryan from all of their, uh, YouTube show. They took all those videos down. It's great. You know, they're doing the right thing, but you know, Brian Singer gets work and WWE is like, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Basically. I don't get it. Cause there's I, like in this thread that the, this guy posted, he has like, he pays like rec- quote recruiters to just like find people online, like underage kids basically. And then like fly them out to islands or yachts or something. And God. like party it's gross. But and if you think about it, like, when have you ever seen him? He's basically like, or was basically like the Kevin Feige of the Fox X-Men yes, universe. He like, he produced was. and directed, like, tons of them. But, like, when have you seen him, like, promoting it or, like, any cast members talking about him? Or, Never. like, I don't know. I feel like he's just kind of like a dirty secret. Everyone's like, let's not talk about him or ever yeah. want to work with him again. I've, people have complained about Rami Malik was complaining about him from Bohemian Rhapsody once he, like, bailed on that movie in the middle of it <laughs> yeah that's i don't know he's gross i'm glad he's not doing red sonia but me too he's not gonna get work again right uh not in america anyway no not in america he'll pull a roman polanski and go make movies overseas uh yeah even he's in hot water though still yeah he is he won like a french academy award and they like walked out right. like all the french actors it was pretty cool yeah i remember that Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, Superman, Man of Tomorrow trailer <laughs> offers a brand new take on the DC animated universe, Man of Steel. Thanks What's to, that way? Yeah, right. Um, thanks to IGN, we have a first look at Superman, Man of Tomorrow, set for release this summer. The movie will set the stage for the new era of, of stories set in the DC animated universe after Warner Brothers once again hit the re- uh, reset button on these adventures via Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. In the... In the Superman Man of Tomorrow, uh, Daily Planet intern Clark Kent takes on takes learning on the job to new extremes when Lobo and Parasite set their sights on Metropolis. So what did you guys think of this trailer? Um, animation looks Ron? good. <laughs> yeah, Ron, okay, what you Ron? The animation looks good. I, looks so they're bad. doing a new, Ron's right, they're doing a new animation style, and it, it looks, looks like, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
a lot of people are uh, don't like it. It kind of looks like Archer a little bit, you know? Yeah, I can yeah. yes, it does. I'm looking but at it. Like, yes, it does. But, but smoother, like less, yeah, yeah. more dynamic. Yeah. It's hard, it's hard yeah. to explain. I'm not like fluent enough to... I see what you mean. Thick lines um, and... Yeah, different yeah, different weights with all the lines, yeah. but I think cool. it looks really good. So I'm glad they're. I mean, I won't watch it. <laughs> wow! You know. Unless we review it. I mean, is it on? We're not going to review that. Is it on HBO Max? Beggars can't be choosers, no. Michael. Uh, the hell they can't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not excited. I haven't really. I, I I'm not not excited. Like I just I don't care. This isn't for me. Um, Hellstrom news. <laughs> Never thought I'd say that. Marvel's television final series, uh, Marvel Television's final series will reportedly debut on Hulu this summer. Uh, Marvel Studios pulled the plug on a number of Marvel television projects when Kevin Feige was put in charge of uh, everything. Uh, however, Hellstrom was already deep in production, so that's still on the way to Hulu. And Deadline is reporting that the streaming service will release the series this October. Um, this is going to be part um, of the Huluween lineup. Get it? Uh, and this sh- no, I don't. Um, <laughs> and this show will be joined by the likes of Books of Blood, Bad Hair, and Monsterland. Uh, is Books of Blood based on the Clive Barker book? Because that'd be exciting. Um, <laughs> but Michael's like, I don't care about this article. What, what about? <laughs> yeah, what about what about the Clive Barker? Um, with Marvel Studios focusing on the TV shows coming to Disney Plus, like The Falcon, Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. It's doubtful that Hellstrom will last beyond a single season. I don't even know much about Hellstrom, Hellstrom at all. Do y'all? Barely. I, I read a book with him from like a Doctor Who cross. I mean, not Doctor Strange crossover or something. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was it called? Sons of whatever. Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, Ghost Rider, you're right. Um, so yeah. that's all I know about him. They released a uh, title card for this with the logo and everything. And there's not oh. even like a, there's not even a Marvel logo on it. <laughs> oh wow. Wow. They're just like they're just pretending it's not a Marvel show. That's oh. I mean That's fine, it could still be good. It it very well could be. It could be okay. They're just not gonna be like, remember the invasion in New York, you know, like all right, the other right. Marvel shows do. And yes, they weren't doing that for the Hulu shows either. For the people that do care, Books of Blood is going to be based on the Clive Barker novel. And there was a there was a terrible movie based on the Clive Barker Barker novel from two thousand nine, which was very terrible. Um, It's actually not a novel; it's a short story collection. But I feel like we talked about Books of Blood recently because we reviewed something Candyman. 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 Um, No, no, stop. Candyman. No, don't do it, Dylan. Um, Batman video game is reportedly revealed, going to be revealed at DC Fandom. Uh, new details on Harry Potter title also will be revealed. Um, Bloomberg has shared a report detailing some of Warner Brothers Interactive's entertainment future plans. For starters, they confirmed that the leaked footage from what appeared to be a free-roaming Harry Potter game, which leaked online back in 2018, was indeed the real deal. The big budget, the big budget title will reportedly allow players to control a wizard of... Uh, control a wizard uh, of Hogwarts to explore both the school and surrounding areas, likely Hogsmeade and the Forbidden Forest. It will be an open-world, free-roaming game and is being developed by Avalanche Software to be released for the PS5 and Xbox Series X next-gen console sometime in 2021. The report also confirms that there are plans in place 
to currently reveal a untitled Batman game during the DC Fandom event. Um, okay. We're we gonna we're gonna go to Fandom. I guess. I mean, yeah, we should, probably should, huh? If it's like we talked about it briefly, if there's enough stuff, like we could center an episode around it. But it just depends on if there's when is enough it? stuff to talk about. It's in August, I think. It's in August. Okay. But there's going to be Wonder Woman, Batman, um, the the Suicide Squad, and games oh. and comics and stuff. So it might be it might be worth it. We'll see. Okay. It's kind of like that Comic Con online thing. Like who knows about right. that too? These could be yeah. big flops. I mean, so far I haven't. The only one that was supposed to happen got canceled. The big one, the big one for Origins uh, online got canceled. So um, Gen Con online is still gonna is. I think the first one of these things is going to happen because that's the end of July. When is Comic-Con Online supposed to be? I can't remember. Okay. Late summer. Okay. Well, let's see how Gen Con Online works because that's, that's, that's the biggest convention of its kind. So we'll see if that is able to work online. Um, I'm going to get the exact... So August 22nd is Fandom. Okay. Um, Fantastic Four director Josh Trank um, clashed with trolls before quitting social media. Um, after taking flack for both Fantastic Four and his comeback movie, Capone, <laughs> uh, the director clearly had enough of the trolls and shared his, quote, final word on the 2015 release. As you can see below, he says uh, that they, quote, accomplished something interesting. He says that they could, uh, quote, accomplish something interesting with their lives before threatening to knock one troll the frick out. Um, only he didn't say frick. Um, yeah. Later, later he deleted both his Twitter and his Instagram accounts. What do y'all think yeah. about Josh Trank? He's trying. He threw like a big temper tantrum online. It was pretty funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it looks in this one post, he was like, "To everyone right now in my DMs saying Capone sucks." Like Stephen King quoted my script in a tweet. All the coolest critics and filmmakers co-signed it. I'm still the youngest director to have a number one movie at the box office. Stephen King, and then like is like better than you. Black Lives Matter. Okay. <laughs> It's like, why put Black Lives Matter in your post like, talking about how yeah, good well, you are, you know? So that he can try to get a little bit of credit out of this? I'm with him. I mean, yes, but like, don't do. don't appropriate that into your tweet about Capone. No, what does that yeah, got to do with Capone, all. though? I don't even know what Capone is. Is it bad? It's a Tom um, Hardy movie Tom Hardy, that's Al apparently Capone's really movie. terrible. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Apparently it's it's laughably bad. Is it worse than Gotti? I don't think so because R slash movie circle J hasn't been all about it. But oh, okay. Um, I see. Josh Trank is in the movie as himself. I'm kidding. Um, he's, a, <laughs> he's as Agent Harris. Okay. I think he's so defensive and he's still talking about Fantastic Four. It's like, dog. It's bad. Get over it. I'm sorry. No, it's good, dude. Has he made a good movie? I don't really know his career. He did Chronicle, right? Yeah, Chronicle, yeah. I like that's, Chronicle. That's fine. A really good movie. Chronicle's fine. It had a cool gimmick, Whoa. you know? It's good. It's a good movie. But, like, I feel like this might be a maybe a Snyder Cut situation, and, like, maybe his version of Fantastic Four isn't good either. Maybe. That's messed up. I don't know. Like, I'm tired of the... I feel like ever since the Zack Snyder's Justice League, whatever Snyder Cut thing came out, every director's, like... Who had oh, a poor, poor, poorly received movie is like, well, studio well, interference version. in my movie. And it's like, 
like I'm all for the artistry, but I think executives also like know a bit about what they're doing. You know, like your part is to make a good product like artistically and their part is to make sure it's well received and the audiences like it, you know? Exactly. So like, you got to work with them to achieve both, you know? Nah. And if they're telling you your movie's bad, like they want to make money. Like it might be bad. Yeah. Like they don't don't want to release a bad movie. I mean, they want to make it, they want to make money and bad movies don't always make money. Sometimes they do. But and sometimes good movie, like into you know, in his defense, sometimes good movies don't make money. But right. did he direct Fantastic Four? Yes, he directed it, and then someone else came in and did that last bit of it when he. He's only directed three movies. He has directed uh, Chronicle, Fantastic Four, and Capone. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's all he's directed. He has one for so point. I don't know what that is though. So he did one pretty good movie and then two bad ones. So like maybe he's not. A great director. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy. Um, the Simpsons announces that it will no longer have white actors voicing non-white characters. In other news, The Simpsons is still on television. Um, there you go. That's the news. It looks it's like the Simpsons. Right. It looks like The Simpsons has finally decided to do the right thing. In an official statement that Disney-owned uh, Fox announced yesterday, um, moving forward with The Simpsons will no longer have white actors voice non-white characters. My cat's losing her mind. Um, <laughs> Their decision comes in the wake of the recent Black Lives Matter protests and the subsequent call to action, which has seen countless organizations, including film and television productions across the globe, attempt to do better when it comes to racial sensitivity and inclusion. Um, the picture here is Apu. And, and I mean, really, they just have, they have Hank Azaria is really the key offender here. And I don't know if that's necessarily his fault. That's just, you know, he works on the show and they have him do many, many voices. Right. Um, but, I mean, they definitely shouldn't. I mean, time to move past that, right? I mean, it's time to cancel the show, but... That's well, I mean, yeah, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, There's a lot of shows And I that, love The Simpsons, too, but, like, I haven't watched it in, like, ten years. It's still popular, though. I know. That's crazy. But, like, what, what, that Central Park show on, on, um, on Apple TV, Kristen Bell dropped out. She was playing a half-black girl. And then... Oh, really? The Cleveland actor, right? Yeah, nobody's watching Cleveland. Watching Cleveland. It's, it's still on. It's still on network TV. It's not our demo, but people are watching it. You know. Yeah. I'm just saying. I feel like that maybe that won't happen anymore. After this, like going forward, maybe they won't. They'll start casting people of color for. I would hope so. Yeah, go, or, going forward, they'll make the call. Maybe then they won't retroactively do it. Actually, you know what's going to happen? Like this is bleak, but they're going to be like, "Oh, Kristen Bell wants to be on our show. Let's change her to white." You know, like the character. Oh, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going to be like, "Oh, let's pass on Kristen Bell and get an actress of color." They'll be like, "Oh, we'll make her character white then." Hopefully, that's not what happens. But 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 that's, but actually, that's that might the happen, tea. Um, Anthony Mackie criticizes Marvel Studios' lack of diversity. Um, Anthony Mackie didn't shy away from calling Marvel Studios. Uh, out during quote uh, during the show um, actors on actors variety uh, interview alongside Snowpiercer's David Diggs. Um, when the Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out, I'm the lead. When Snowpiercer comes out, you're the lead. We have the power and the ability to ask those questions. Mackie said, "It really bothered me that I've done seven Marvel movies with, where every producer, every director, every stunt person, every costume designer, every PA, every single person has been white." But when you, but then when you do Black Panther, you have a black director, black producer, black costume designer, black stunt coordinator. Um, and he noted, and I'm like, 
the, that's more racist than anything else because if you can only hire black people for black movies, are you saying that they're not good enough for when you have a mostly white cast? And that concluded by saying the Marvel studio should ultimately uh, hire the best person for the job, even if it means we're going to get the, the two best, best two women, we're going to go for the two best men. Um, I don't know what that last bit means. No, me neither. Even if it uh, means we're going to get the two, the best two women, we're going to get the two best men. Whatever. Yeah, I, probably, I know what he. I know what he means overall, though. But. Right. Yeah. No. It totally. It definitely makes sense. I, that's the only article I read before we started. That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, Marvel's had a diversity problem for a long time. Like, it's yeah. only recently been shifted. You know, Starting since Black way. Black Panther came out, and they realized right. they can make money money off of it. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is, huh? But like, it's a tricky subject. Like, I feel like what's better, like, to have white people working on Black Panther and saying they were the best person for the job or to have like more black people behind the scenes. Right. Yeah, I don't know. The the solution is to have more people of color in every movie. In every well, of movie. course. Yeah, right. but specifically for Black Panther, I'm not sure what the But even like solution is. so where's this quote where it was the black stunt person, the black costume designer, is- the black yeah. Says, that's more racist it's than fun. anything else because if you can only yeah, have yeah. the black people for the black movie you know but you don't need like a see I don't know movies like that like I don't think everybody on on Black Panther need to be black but the big ones needed to be right like the director right writer the, producer the choreographer the uh, what's the, the costume designer right see I but, take issue with what he said a little bit because he's saying like just hire the best person for the job. Mm-hmm. And like the problem with that is that white people think are yeah, tend to think person. the best person for the job is a white person, you know? Right. Right. No, I agree. So like, and, and also is, is the person of color even getting an interview getting a shot at it? Sure. 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 Yeah. So I think you need people interfere to interfere and be like, no, hire people of color. Like, unfortunately, you know, right. Because like, they might not be inclined, whether it's like subconsciously racist or, like on purpose, you know, they're probably not going to hire people of color just because they're like, "Oh, this guy's my friend; he's the best person for the job." Right. right. So I don't think I don't think it's that simple. Because if you give a white person a movie and you're like, "Hire whoever you want, best people for the job," he's going to hire all white people. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know. This is I mean, this is in, a, in an ideal world where there's no racism that that works. You know. Yeah, right. Same with Captain Marvel. Like he said, best two women. He gave the male and female example. Like Marvel because of. Like PR is going to make sure to have women working on female uh, centered movie, yeah. and that's probably for, you know, like not altruistic reasons. You know, they're probably doing it just to like save face. But right. is that a bad thing in the long run? I don't know. Um, I don't the, know. The Boys sets early September premiere date. Uh, new episodes will debut weekly, uh, so it's going to be September fourth. It's going to have eight episodes. Um, however, unlike the first season, they're going to be released on a weekly basis rather than all at once. Um, no, did y'all not. did y'all watch the boys? I did. I did. did y'all I watched like it? it. Yeah, it's good. It's one Is of those it, ones where I watched me. it late, and I was like, "We should have reviewed this," you know. Well, we can. We yeah, can we watch season reviewed. two. Yeah, it was good though. I liked it. Was the first season and also I, eight episodes? It was yes. around there. Yeah. Okay. It was short, but. I hate that they're doing it weekly now. Yeah, I hate the weekly. Well, maybe but that hey, means they're relying on content. That's how they did Watchmen, right? So, yeah. Well, that's HBO. They do everything weekly, but sure. I don't know. You already did a. 
you already did it one way for season one. Duh, I feel like you should leave yeah. it. But Michael's right. They're they're really low on content, so they got to stretch it out. Whatever they have. So I get it. But like, I don't know. But, but you're not happy about it. Uh, we got to move on with the la- these last two stories. We're running long here. Margot Robbie to reteam with Birds of Prey writer for new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Who cares? Um, do people like Pirates of the Caribbean still? I don't care. Um, she was on set of the. Uh, I don't even know what that. Oh my God! She she's on set to sail the seven seas. Uh, for <laughs> Disney's, it's spelled S A L E, not S A I L. Um, it's on so, sale. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so Margot Robbie is going to apparently write the new Pirates of the Caribbean. People are mad about this. Why? I mean, Birds of of Prey, feminist agenda, a female writer and a female actor in the same place. I'm mad about this because, like, she should be writing something better. That's true. Not, not, like, a crappy, like... But Johnny Depp's not in this. It's a spinoff, not related. So maybe it could be fine. It could, maybe I don't care. I mean, I just I don't like these movies. Um, but oh, oh, it's it's female fronted. Okay, I get. That. Uh, okay, it's it's a it's a completely separate thing. That's fine. Will you watch it though? No. All right, there you go. I have. I mean, unless we're doing it for the show, I have no interest. Um, it might be good. Who knows? Like it's this I, is so far. It's a it's an ideal in someone's head right now. I've only well, that's that's true. I've only liked the first one. Yeah, but all it, we know is that it has Margot Robbie in a boat, right? <laughs> um, Us director Jordan Peele rumored to be developing a Universal Monsters movie. Fantastic! Let's go, boy, let's go. Let's go. Um, while this comes from an older Patreon post from Daniel Richtman, um, the same report also linked Ryan Gosling to an untitled monster film, which was confirmed a month later to be The Wolfman. Um, it appears that Peele's uh, untitled film is looking to snag Will Smith for its lead. Let's uh, go, boy. That's, I mean, that's a, you know, take that with a grain of salt. That's a salt, choice. That's a, cho- that's a choice. Bro, Will Smith is good. I, I, I don't. Do you fit in this universe, though? What are these jacket? <laughs> I'd be okay with that. They resurrect Black. Well, I mean, Just make it, make it like the, uh, the, the old, uh, the black exploitation movies. He's terrible. What if he's Bride of Frankenstein? Yes. <laughs> what if he's Frankenstein? Big Willie. Him and Jada. Big Willie. Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Do it. I mean, and then I, I, I don't care. Be young Frankenstein. I don't care who's in this movie. I don't care who's in this movie. Uh, I'll see anything Jordan Peele directs. Oh yeah, Jordan. Yeah, we just watched us the other day, and it's such a good movie. Man, mm-hmm. st- still holds up. Yeah. To, to quote our movie circle, Jay. God, still holds up. Yeah, you know, I really do think that the Invisible Man still holds up. What about y'all? It's good, dude. I watched it three yeah. times at this point. It's so good. Anyway, we are super long here. Time to talk about Avatar, The Last Airbender, book one, water. You did this on purpose, Michael. You read that news really slow so that we could breeze through this. I did not. Um, This is part one of the review for book one. Water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. But then everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, (laughs) master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years had passed. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he still has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe Aang can save the world. I read that because it says right here, in bold, read verbatim, please, in all caps. So I looked up the synopsis on IMDb, and this is it. That's not a synopsis. 
that's it's not. The- but I was reading it. and I was like, oh yeah. Oh wait, like, wait. This is the opening. This is the opening. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, dude. Um, so this is a show from 2005. Um, ran through 2008. Um, has a 100% critics on Rotten Tomatoes, 98% That's audience. Oh boy! But we all know you can't trust Rotten Tomatoes for TV. Whoa! Um, as we've established um, multiple times, I don't know any of these names of these actors. I'm sorry. Um, Zach Zach Tyler is Ang. Uh, May Whitman is Katara. Jack Desena is Soka. Dante Bosco. Oh, I know Dante Bosco. He's Zuko. Everybody knows Dante Bosco. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Mako is Iro. You might know May Whitman. Iro. Some stuff. Iro. Excuse me. Iro. He's saying he's saying the live accent pronunciation. You know, May Whitman was um the ex girlfriend in Scott Pilgrim. Oh, you know, uh, yes. one of her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so obviously this is y'all's deal here so you guys are massive av- avatar fans right michael has left the chat yeah <laughs> like michael I... <laughs> I flipped the privacy shutter on my camera closed so um, okay so you guys are big avatar fans um why... we're called avatars oh no my gosh um <laughs> what 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 is it about did you watch it as it was airing yes i watched Season three or book, sorry, book three as it aired, but not um, one and two. Oh, really? I was late. I was late to the game. Dang, boy. Wow. Um, so your existing relationship with Avatar was a strong one. Duh. And yeah. yours too, right, Michael? Um, no. My existing relationship with Avatar is that I knew it existed because we sold the 360 game. Um, Bro, the there, easy, co- there, there are a couple the games. Easiest thousand dollars. The easiest thousand, of course. The easiest thousand. We all did it, of course. Um, but yeah, uh, and that's and and I took it home from GameStop because uh, I worked there and I rented it uh, from work and I did the achievement in thirty seconds and then took it back to the store. Wow! I didn't play. I bought it. the game. I bought the game for like ten dollars. Me too. Yeah. Wow! I bought the later one, like the book three one, whatever it was. You know. Okay. I bought the horror one too. That one so, was other than that, my existent my relationship with Avatar is very little. I had seen one episode of Korra, I think Dylan made me watch, um, upstairs at Westheimer one time. Ooh, upstairs. I think back in the day, I think it was Korra. <laughs> You're like, here, watch this. Tell me if you like it. Or something akin to that. It might have been, yeah. And and I didn't. That sounds uh, like me. <laughs> um so my, I, I will preface this with saying I've I've had this discussion with some customers in the store since I've been watching this. Also, the reason we're d- reviewing this, by the way, is that it was just released on Netflix mm-hmm. um, in standard definition. Up until they, I had three episodes left, and they popped up the HD. It's and, HD. It's HD now. I was like, okay, great. It looks much <laughs> better now. You have to pay yeah. for HD. I did not know that. You okay. do. Yeah, you got to well, go like that. Netflix has different plans. So you can get an SD yeah. plan, but like, who has that? Who- yeah, like I mean, I I feel like 4K should cost more, but HD's got to be standard. That's just HD is SD at this point. Everybody got the SD plan, dog. Right. All right. So, but <laughs> so my uh, my preface here is that I'm not a big fan of cartoons or anime. No way, Michael. I know. I didn't know that about you. This is uh, this is for people who might be new. I'm not a big fan of cartoons. Not a big fan of the animes. 
I am wearing a Zelda the Animated Series t-shirt, but leave it alone. That's what I was about to say. I was like, is he wearing a Zelda animated? Oh, sir. Uh, I am. It's a terrible, it's a terrible show, though. I don't actually it like it. It's a terrible show. Um, but either way. Um, so I am coming from that point. And also, I've also had many experiences. I say many, a few experiences uh, in my adulthood of other adults recommending me children's shows. Because this is a children's show. And that's coming from someone who watches wrestling. Wrestling is for children. I'm well aware of that. Um, you know, recommending me children's shows, saying, no, dude, I tell you, it's good. And then you just watch Steven Universe get chased around by a bee for an episode. And it's like, okay, this Bro, is... I you. <laughs> it's like, this is... I'm sure, I'm sure it gets better. And, but that's what it always is. That's the excuse I always get, is that, well, well it just gets better. A show, and then they grow into, like, a blossom adult. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sure, but I don't, if I, I just can't put the, I can't put the work in to, to enjoy the rest of it. Um, so I, and I'm sorry. And I feel that's, that's my failing. Like I, there's a lot of, there's good content out there that I'm not, that I'm not enjoying. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't like animated shows, then, you know, I, I just have a hard time with it. And I really don't know what it is. I really don't because know. You don't connect to the characters or a bit, I feel like I don't, I feel like that's what You're it is. Doing like, a lot of action avatar. Oh God. So. They already did that. No, 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 no. That don't exist. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll what are you talking about? Actually, I, that's that is my that's my previous Avatar experience. I watched it at Shadowbriar with. <laughs> we did. We reviewed it. We, we did. did. We, we barely did. watched that movie. We were all talking the whole time. Um, uh, standout characters. Um, uh, I think, for me, I, I don't know if it's better for me to lead this, being the person who doesn't really care for this type of. Uh, sure. Yeah, um, go ahead. I would say the standout characters for me. Fyro. Um, That's what you're gonna say, isn't it? No, I would say <gasps> it's uh, Zuko, and uh, his who's who's his uncle? Iro. Oh, okay. Yes, Zuko and Iro. Yes, I yeah. think they they have the most interesting relationship in the show in season one, anyway. Sure. Um, sure. I think. Sokka is your standard cartoon. I'm gonna give you the football. Yeah, I mean, maybe later he changes, but like in he season one, all elements of in, life. Okay, either way, in season in book one, which is what we're talking about, he is the standard dopey teenage he's a boy. He's a, he's a fool. He's a fool. Uh, and nothing wrong with Katara. She's just like window dressing. She's not. She doesn't really do much. Okay. Whoa. I'm sorry. You saw her fight at the end of this. Right. Okay. So my point here, um, on on our third thing here, favorite episodes slash moments. There's 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the plot because it was like monster of the week feeling to me for a long for a bit. So like the plot is like, uh, Sokka and Katara, uh, taking Aang to try to get him, you know, to learn how to do very trying to get to the northern water. Right, trying tribe. to get to the water, water. tribe, right? Yeah. So he can learn how to water bend. Um. And that's and but every episode seems to be just like another like stumbling block along the way that has no larger plot implications aside from the Zuko and Iroh stuff. Um, mm-hmm. They have their own little side story going. The Fire Nation people, um, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they meet this guy who Fire teaches Nation. them this one thing. They go to the city and they go down like a mine a minecart level, and you know, <laughs> whatever you know, they do. They have their monster of the weeks, you know, to to uh, do the thing. But it's episodic. Way, yes, it is. Um, yeah. However, the last three episodes I thought were good, were very good. Okay. When they right. finally get to the uh, the Northern Water Tribes, 
I mean, they only get to there in the bottom of the the episode eighteen, but mm-hmm. um, I, that's when I actually started to like, hey, there's there's something going on here. Go. There's some characters. The season two. No. Book two. Oof. Maybe. So Big oof. saying Big oof. like about that, I I haven't watched this in a while, and I remember it being more, I guess, interconnected. You know. Uh huh. It's I've not. seen Cora. I've seen Cora a million times, but I've only seen Avatar like a few. Because really interesting. I'm I'm trash, and I like Cora better. Um, no, Cora's also it, good. If you believe the internet, Cora is terrible, and Avatar is the best. But um, I remember it being more interconnected. But then it was very like episodic, like a, like more kitty than I remember. You know, right. watching it as That's an adult. Sure. And I will say, like, we're not trying to get you to watch it, Michael. But like, book two and three are much more interwoven you know right. mm-hmm. see that's how like, you got to get me to like it like as i need some sort of continuity from thing to thing mm-hmm. well yeah book two the through and... line is trying to f- defeat the fire lord but like right it is like oh and then we meet this person because they're traveling they don't really travel as much in okay book two and three they're just they kind of like stay in a city also appa was lit i love appa Oppa's yeah, what, what was it momo is that the monkey momo boy, well, momo's go. okay i Whoa. mean he doesn't do anything but he's cute um but yeah i agree with that michael this is so between there's like four the seven seasons of avatar with cora and this oh okay cora okay yeah Yeah, and this is my like the bottom one like of all of them it's my least favorite so it kind of sucks that this was your introduction it was the it was the right place to start but like it's kind of a bummer that like this was your my intro real introduction to it like the kitty one so I'll, I'll give my final thoughts on if I'm willing to watch more at the end. Um, okay. So thoughts on the animation and the score. I actually thought the music was pretty good. Um, Music's really good. Yeah. Um, thoughts on the animation? Fine. I don't... I, I lied. It's great I, for the time. Sure. Right. The, one of the only other things I know about Avatar is um, the recurring character who's the Water Tribe guy, the foaming mouth guy. He's in the background. <laughs> right. Because I knew him from memes. <laughs> Um, and the my cabbages uh, guy, yeah, and the my cabbages. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some of the memes. I thought the animations were good. Complaints for season one. Um, I'm going down a list here. Um, my complaints of season one. Uh, we've already talked about. You know, two episodic and two kitty for my 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 liking. Would you, Ron? Do you have any complaints for season one? Um, no. Okay. I mean, even even it being the least favorite, like it still has some of like. My favorite introductions to characters, like episode five, is the king of uh, Omashu, and that's King Boomy. Boomy's amazing, and then like you have the jet episode later on, and, and all the stuff with Korra towards the last like three episodes, really dope. Like, she's and also, we've out. we've but, talked about how this is like nostalgia plays a factor in this too. Right? Does. I mean, I and like it. you're saying, it's Kitty and too episodic, but like there is a through line, and when you compare it to everything else on Nickelodeon, this is like. Oh, the most. It, it, it is so, about yeah. like it is still like about ethnic cleansing, you know, <laughs> like right. And yeah, it, there's there's like a there there is like a plot throughout. So compared yeah, to everything else, yeah, this is to like, like a weird Nickelodeon show. To like so, <laughs> I think that's why a lot of intellectuals as children <laughs> are drawn to it because it's like of the offerings, that's what's there, you know. You yeah. see, I mean, that's um, one way to put it. Um... What also, when we were kids, anime wasn't available, like re- like readily available. You know, I mean, this is in two thousand five. I mean, this was getting 
to be pretty I didn't have like because I was watching anime when I was in junior high school and I graduated high school in 2004 and I mean I would granted I was having to buy tapes um I mean I wasn't buying a lot of tapes but I mean I I watched all of Ranma one half by choice um yeah I didn't do that I wasn't exposed to it at the time so this was like anime for me but, but it wasn't on right. TV like you would have had to watch like uh what was it uh, Toonami right Toonami yeah tape your tape your Toonami overnight and um mm-hmm. Oh man, there used to be a pirate Roku channel that would play uh, old Toonami, but like with the old commercials, so it was like all period. Oh, word. Um, so you could like just go watch your old Cowboy Bebop shows, but also have commercials for Gushers. Um, sure. But um, I would say this: the the age group this appeals to is probably uh, at the at the youngest um, ten, and at the oldest no. fourteen. Oof. Is is and, it, and nostalgic twenty somethings. Well, I mean, that, I would say that's the target, <laughs> right? Um, and but you're gonna cast a, you're gonna catch a wider audience with by virtue of it being anime or anime adjacent, depending on your definition. There, um, but ten to fourteen is old nowadays. Nowadays, it it's like three to nine. I feel like <laughs> what's on what's on cartoons, you know? Yeah, like they're ten minute episodes of like beep beep boop boop fart fart, you know? <laughs> yeah, fart fart. Um. Now the question here is: Is Avatar the Last Airbender an anime? Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, of course it is. Why? Why does an anime have to be made in Japan? I think that's the definition for it. So uh, the jury's out. It's because that's just a cartoon. But I don't know. It's made by a Korean studio. Like the, it's animated by a Korean. Studio. Well, then by that point, so is the so is the Simpsons because the Simpsons is, is animated in Korea. That's what I'm like, saying. What word? Like, how do you define it? I mean, I would say it. It needs to be of that manga style. Yeah, it has all that like anim, anime style, though. You know? It does. It does. So I would say Avatar: Last Airbender is an anime. And I would say the only the people that say it's not are the the quote unquote purists who would give you a hard time for watching dubbed. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, right. you watched Demon Slayer? Don't you mean Kometsu no Yaiba? Right. Oh, you mean Boku no Hero? Oh, excuse me. I would say if you go with that definition that has to be Japanese, then you have to, like, erase a bunch of, like, Korean animes, too. You know, right. and say they're not anime either. Right. I Yeah, I think it's anime. Um, what kind of bender would I like to be and why? Uh, Ron, what, what kind of bender do you want to be? My My astrological sign. Makes oh. me uh, fire. Not about that. But, but Earth all day, boy. Okay. I thought you were you wanted to be air. I thought you wanted to be Zaheer. I did, but Earth always like stuck with me, and that and that comes with book too. So whenever my okay. Dylan, see. I'm gonna go with water. Water's the coolest. You haven't water seen all of it, go. Michael. But you got ice. You got water. You got blood bending. You That's got healing. All- yeah, you got like plants, like I don't know. I feel like fire is the only one that's trash. If you choose that, no, and fire then is it, cool. I, what do you do with that? You just burn people. Yeah, but you can have like different color flames and stuff. It's kind of you go to parties. That's you a party trick. Kind of uh, I I would pick airbending because you can fly. Air. That's a cool idea. At that point, I mean, basically everything but fire. Earth is cool. I'm sure you could get if if the Fire Nation wasn't the 
antagonist. I'm sure they would have cooler version, you know, non chaotic evil things to do with fire. They have such so. pretty fights. It's, it speaks to the pyro in like they have pretty sure. fights. Um, <laughs> what do you hope the Netflix adaptation doesn't do? Like, what what mistakes do you hope that they would avoid? The movie that doesn't exist. Yeah, <laughs> avoid all that at all costs. In the, in the movie, they called him Ong, right? Yep. And I said, was like, he said, Ong, Soka, uh, Avatar, Eero. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said it was all because it was more um, authentic. like authentic. But then like he made everyone white. So yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Um, so that's what I would, that's the number one thing that's like really don't obvious at this point. Movie. Yeah. Don't be that movie. It's the, and, I don't think that there's no white people in Avatar anywhere. No. The only people I've been told they're not, but that I saw as white were those swamp benders that were like southern, oh, the, like the southern, uh, like a hillbillies, you know, hillbillies, yeah. right? But like people said they're not, so that that makes sense. But there's no white, there's no one in that show should be white. That's all I'm saying. I agree. Yeah. Agreed. And um, you could trim the fat if we're talking about uh, things to avoid. I think you could make oh, it yeah, more interconnected. The, it's yeah, it's yeah. it's sort of like some of the the. I know you guys haven't watched it, but like some of the David Tennant Doctor Who episodes, everyone says those are the best. Like he's the best doctor, right? But like some of those episodes have nothing to do with anything else and are utterly forgettable. Mm-hmm. Like the be- when Doctor Who is the best is when they're doing their interconnection and they're they're weaving a story across the season and across multiple seasons and fifty years of history. And I think that's that those last three episodes for me really is where Avatar started to shine and know get better from for me so michael okay what's up when are we doing book two buddy? the answer no. the answer to that is i will do book two <gasps> i'm Wait, not gonna no. i'm not gonna commit to book three but i will commit to book two why you don't want me to do book two dylan here's the team. book two is my favorite oh. book two okay so i think you don't want me to do it because then i'm gonna hit on it even more somehow then, so here's here's my list. He's trying to go to core. He's trying to go to core. Oh, Ron's got me figured. All right, new. I right, want new. I want Michael to watch a whole core season, and I think if he burns out on three seasons of Avatar, I'm not going to. He won't ever watch core. He's not. So Cora is. This isn't about Cora. I, I know it's, it's way it's, more adult. It's all interconnected. There's no filler episodes. It's got and, like, and it's post Aang, right? Like, well, or not like yeah. post Aang. Aang's the Aang's dead. He's the next. Yeah, he shows up as an old man, right? No, he's dead. His son is an old man. Okay. Michael half watched like 20 minutes of one episode and says he doesn't like it. So like, yeah, we're not, that doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Um, I, I, I know <laughs> Michael would like this show, Cora. Wow. And I don't want him to be like, Ugh, I did book two and I did, I just did three books, seasons of sure, Avatar. Sure, sure, sure. I don't want to watch Cora. Dylan, so I think you understand that COVID isn't going anywhere. Anytime soon. So, so we we Michael to has to like waste all his time. Not that <laughs> this show is a waste of time, but like, I mean, can you watch on two X or something? Is that an option? Uh, I thought about it. I did not, but I could. I could in theory. I've I started watching some YouTube videos in one point five because it's like this. They need to get on with it. Yeah. Wild. Like like I, there's this wrestling YouTube channel I like a lot. Uh, what culture wrestling? But they put out like eighteen minute videos. I'm like, dog. I'm trying to watch two of these on my lunch. So let's go. Um, but I would in say, in all seriousness, I think book two is the next, the next okay. logical move. We, we can talk about it off air. I'm I'm open to, to discussion. But I, I will say this: if I do end up watching book two and three, 
I will also watch Cora season one. I can't. I will, not, I will not commit to anything past that. I'm not also committing to book three. If I watch book two and hate it, I'm done. Okay. All right. That's fair. Book two is uh, way better than book one, so I don't see you doing that. But I – this is really like guilt-inducing. I feel like you should give us something out of our comfort zone to watch. Oh, I'm going to. You're not wrong. Okay. I mean, cool. we do that all the time. We, we switch around. Though. Yeah, we do. I made y'all do Will Smith. Michael doesn't just... force us to do things we hate very often, though. Very, so very rarely. You missed all of the L.A. Moore stuff. Th- oh, that was that was That was a long time ago. <laughs> and Morrison that's, Month's and coming up. And that's essential reading. You, you gotta you read know. Watchmen. You know. Um, but anyway. Have we been doing this for two hours? Bro, it's been Almost an hour and a half. <laughs> a long one but anyway that's gonna do it for us i think um so uh yeah i mean we did a lot of news but uh i didn't i didn't want to cut avatar short for y'all i know this is thanks michael yes of course um so um shout out to anybody that stuck with us this long um next week if you want to watch along with us we are going to be watching the original ghostbusters because that is when we were supposed to be reviewing (laughs) ghostbusters afterlife no that's not me making you watch i know i'm um, uh, yeah, Dylan is not excited about it. And sorry. we could have done we could have done uh, the female one, but we reviewed that. We did. We, did it. we already did a show on that. Um, sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. Um, but so I don't know if that's available on anything. I'm sure it's somewhere. Um, so if you want to watch that with us, um, make sure you uh, do that this week, and that'll be our show for next week. But thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Bye.